I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, hello, hello. I am Matt Williamson. This episode is brought to you by Live Casino, as always. Folks, it's all going down at the FanDuel Sportsbook and Lounge at Live Casino, where you can get in on all the action this football season. Bet on your teams with a sportsbook rep or at our self-service kiosks, and then jump into the stadium on our giant 40-foot video wall. How's that for a touchdown? Join your friends at Live Casino Pittsburgh, Route 30 at the Westmoreland Mall, Bet, watch, and win. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. We're going to talk quarterbacks today. Uh, Steelers specifically, but, well, let's just lead this off. Uh, Coach Tomlin this morning, I'm recording this on Tuesday around 1 p.m., said he expects Pickett to play, I'm paraphrasing, and he will be the starter. Um, Is that the right call? I think it's an easy yes. I was very, very impressed with Trubisky this past week. He's a veteran, uh, three interceptions aside over these last two games. Frankly, I think that's possibly the best the Steeler offense has played all year. You know, three three interceptions aside. Um, he is, he's is he been around the block. He knows what he's doing. He understands the offense very well. Successful showing, especially last week. Um, but you have to go to Pickett. I mean, Pickett's the future. He is very promising as well. He needs as many reps as he can possibly get. So I have no qualms with that. Nice work, Mitch. You put some good tape out there. So what I've been asked a lot, and that's why I'm going to focus around this in this podcast, is is Trubisky worth bringing back next year at $10 million cap hit? The answer is yes. I mean, but first of all, here's here's what the, the situation is for the quarterbacks going into the offseason. Kenny Pickett's a first-round pick making the 20th overall money. That's not like it used to be. It's not Jamarcus Russell, Sam Bradford money. It's not crippling at all to your salary cap. You have him under contract next year, the year after, the year after that. Four years total. One will be already shot, this one. Then after that fourth year, you can put the fifth-year tender on him. And then you could franchise him. I mean, usually don't franchise quarterbacks. At that point, you extend them. So he's cost-controlled for five years, four after this one, in addition to a franchise or an extension. So anyway, you don't have much tied up in your starting quarterback. Trubisky would be $10 million, and then he's a free agent after next year. Rudolph is a free agent, period. So the question, again, is 
is is it worth eating 10 million of your salary cap space next year on Mitchell Trubisky, who's presumably a backup? I think the answer is a resounding yes for several reasons. First of all, if you were to cut him, which you would get out of that contract, it's not real binding. Well, Rudolph's a free agent. You either have to sign him or somebody else. I mean, you're not going to have a free backup. <laughs> so whoever your backup is to Kenny is still going to cost money. Maybe you'd save $5 million, but it's not like, oh, we got $10 million to go give a left tackle and we'll just draft the Wailacon again. You know, like, that's not the way it would work. You would bring in some kind of veteran, I'm sure, whether it's Rudolph again or somebody else. So it's not like you're going to have a free backup or number three for that matter. And you need to find a, th- a third guy too. I mean, you might use a fifth round pick on a quarterback again or something along those lines. So you're going to have, it's not just 10 million off the books because you have to find a backup um, and they, they cost money. So I know this is a little blasphemous, but you also don't know if Kenny's good yet. I mean, he's not like over this hump that, we're set at quarterback for the next 10 years. I mean, you don't even know if you're set at quarterback next year. Like, go ask the Panthers. I mean, they just went through their fourth quarterback. Or the game last night, Monday night. I mean, the Rams going through quarterbacks left and right. The Raven game, they came to their third quarterback. So, a third quarterback is valuable, let alone a second. And this isn't Aaron Rodgers' backup. This isn't, you know, Mahomes' backup where you know the guy's a star and will never get benched or never have hiccups in his career. So a stable backup, which I think Trubisky is, in you know, is very valuable in this, this situation. So in the end, the combination of Trubisky and Pickett isn't all that bad cap-wise. You're still going to be near the bottom of the league in quarterback spending. And you'll have plenty of resources to go get free agents and keep your own. So the short answer there is you absolutely keep Trubisky. Now, if teams out there are interested, you know, there's a fair amount of tape of Trubisky in a Steeler uniform, including preseason, his his first stint. And we're going to go through all those teams in the second half. That there could be a market. I mean, remember, Carson Wentz got traded for two third-round picks after a semi-disastrous season with the Colts. And there's a lot of those type examples. I don't think Trubisky's going to get two third-round picks. But if a team offered you a fourth for him, I'm listening. I mean, I'm listening. Or, hey, I'll give you Trubisky in a five for your early three. Okay. And then I'm probably calling Rudolph and, and saying, hey, if you haven't signed yet, we'd like to give you a solid backup contract. Or I would look for a real veteran type quarterback that's been around the block that could kind of be Kenny's big brother. You know what I mean? Like if, if you were to move on from Trubisky and would only be a trade in my opinion, I would consider not Flacco, but like the Gradkowski left witch batch guy who's been around the block, was probably never a star, smart. That type of dude for Kenny, I think would be very useful as a coach to quarterback translator, which I think I think is very important. I mean, guys like Matt Schaub and Josh McCown couldn't play anymore, have been in the league way too long. So I would listen to trade offers. If you're going to give me a mid-round pick or the ability to move up in the draft or something like that, then I'm listening and it would free up money. Um, but by no means am I just moving on from him and saving $10 million. No chance. He's more valuable than that. 
And I think that if he played out the rest of the year, he would look good and his stock would only go up. And I think this last game also increased his stock. So quick break here. Um, and again, I hate to say it, but we don't know if Pickett's good or not yet. I mean, it's promising, but we don't know. Oh, you're set. You know, who cares who your backup is? That guy's fine. He could get benched in the third game of the season next year. I mean, you, you don't know these things. You'd be very happy to have Trubisky around. So I'm going to buzz through the league just off the top of my head when I get back from the break. And I think it'll open your eyes that there could be a lot of quarterback movement this year. I mean, some of the experts like Adam Schefter are predicting 15, 18 teams with a new starting quarterback this year, which could open the door for someone saying, yeah, I'll give you that third round pick for Trubisky and roll the dice with him and something else. No one's going to say Trubisky is our starter, our answer. We got him for a third round pick. So, okay, we'll be back here in a minute. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, I'm just going to do this off the top of my head. So excuse me if I miss anybody, but I'm just going to go division by division. Who might have any? Let me paint a scenario that any team would be interested in Trubisky. Um, the Bills. The obvious answer is no, but they loved him when they were there and they're in it to win it. Would they say, we just want the assurance of if Allen, with his playing style, were to miss a month, our season wouldn't collapse? We'll give you a fourth for Mitch. 
Maybe. I mean, there's familiarity there. I'm not predicting it. Miami, I think, is a big no. I don't think he fits that system. Two is a guy. Move on. Jets are interesting because Zach Wilson's a disaster. I think Mike White's been quite good like, to the point where someone might think Mike White is a starter. And Mike and White is a free agent. So I think he's going to get paid. And maybe the Jets don't view him that way. Maybe he leaves in free agency and they're just sitting there with Zach Wilson. But I think if that were the case, they would trade for Carr or sign Jimmy or do something like that. I don't think Trubisky to the Jets adds up, to be very honest. Same with the Patriots. I mean, the Mac Jones, I don't even blame him. That system up there, the offensive staff is a disaster. Um, I have no clue what they're going to do. I would think Mac Jones gets another year and or Bailey Zappi, but what they need to do is get a new coordinator <laughs> and, and start over because I think they have not given Jones a chance to succeed this year. But without question, their passing game quarterback play has been horrendous. I just can't imagine them saying Trubisky would fix that or even being a short-term fix. Probably don't even have to mention the division because he's not going there. The Ravens aren't going to move on from Lamar. I don't think since he needs, would look at him as a Burrow backup. And we, but it is worth noting that in Cleveland, Brissett is a free agent and he played more than well enough to, to for someone to at least think that he's going to be a starter. And some of these guys, Trubisky almost falls in this neighborhood, but like White and Brissett, I could see them being a starter with a team that drafts a quarterback, kind of like Trubisky was this year, but maybe not even a first round guy, you know, second round quarterback and Brissett or something like that. Give them decent money, but Trubisky's not going in the division. How about the Colts? Maybe, but it would be this move. Just like the happened to Trubisky last time. We want Trubisky and we're planning on drafting a guy in the first round. Okay. Or we want Trubisky and we're going to go get another old guy like they always do. Matt Ryan Rivers types. Maybe, maybe. But it's not going to be Matt Ryan there. There's going to be quarterback changes in Indy, no doubt. I can't imagine Houston. I assume they're going to use their first overall pick on a quarterback. They're not going to dump Davis Mills. Maybe they're even doing the same trick that I'm talking here with Mills in that if someone wants to give us a third-round pick, we'll take Mills off our hands. So I can't see that working out. How about Tennessee, though? Tannehill's expensive. He's old. Injuries, he might not be worth it anymore. And Willis might not be ready. Maybe you just bridge it with Trubisky or someone similar and another draft pick or another guy. Maybe you take Trubisky, Willis, and a veteran into camp and see what happens. Tyrod Taylor, somebody like that. I don't know. They're in a, they're in a sticky situation, but I think they could absolutely be a team with a new starting quarterback. Jacksonville, of course, will not. Their, their only chance would be we want a solid backup for Lawrence, like the, the Josh Allen scenario I laid out. Uh, who else we got in that division? We got the – that's it. We've named them all. Denver, I think, is interesting. Wilson's so bad, but they're married to him. Trubisky would not be threatening, but he could be a parachute if Wilson is injured or really, really flounders. I could see them using like a third round pick on a quarterback, either in trade, but more likely in the draft. Raiders coming to town. Um, 
Josh McDaniels didn't pick Carr. Carr's played fine. He's played well. But they can get out of his contract very easily. What if the Colts or Jets said, we'll give you a first-round pick for Carr? Hmm, okay. Or more. I mean, Matthew Stafford got a lot. I mean, these guys get a lot on the open market. I could see the Raiders being convinced, then sending a pick to the Steelers for Trubisky and drafting one in the first round. That adds up to me. I don't know the car is going to be a Raider next year. Chargers don't matter. I mean, again, they got their dude. Chiefs got their dude. They're set. I mean, again, some of those teams, Jacksonville, Buffalo, if they decided we want to invest in a backup, fine. But I don't see any of those things happening. How about the NFC? He was really, really linked to the Giants. Now, the Giants are in a tough spot because Daniel Jones is a free agent. He's been okay to prove you can win with them. They don't have any wep- any weapons to throw to. But they're going to have to pay him something decent. They're probably going to the playoffs now, so they're not going to be picking in the top five to get a, the, the quarterback that they hand choose. Do you just run it back with Jones and Trubisky and run a similar offense and kick the can down the road a little bit? Maybe. How about Washington? I would think they're in the mood to, or in a, in a situation to trade for Carr or trade up in the draft and get a, a guy. Obviously, they don't like Wentz more than Heineke to try to win now, but obviously Heineke's not the answer. You could paint a picture where Trubisky ends up there. You know, they cut Wentz, they draft one, who knows? Um, Dallas, no. And again, they're just, if you need a backup, but they have invested in backups like Andy Dalton before. Um, Giants, Eagles are a no. Um, although Minshew could be on the move and maybe they love the security of having a Minshew Trubisky type backing up Hurts. We may even see Minshew to finish out the season, but I bet that's a big no. The South is interesting. You would think that Carolina, the only, the only Carolina quarterback under a contract next year is, is Matt Corral. And Darnold's going to be gone. Uh, Baker's already gone. But maybe they just say Darnold's been good enough that we give him a Trubisky-like contract, draft someone, go from there. Probably not a landing spot for Trubisky. What about Atlanta? They're probably too good right now to draft in the top eight or so. Maybe they like Ritter enough. They can't possibly like Mariota enough. Would they want Trubisky to kind of back up Ritter if he finishes strong? Maybe. Maybe. I mean, and it... Tampa's really interesting to me. They don't have a lot of money. Tom Brady's a free agent. He's either going to retire or, in my opinion, go elsewhere, like the Raiders or someone like that. I don't think he'll be a buck next year. They don't have a succession place in, or plan in place. Kyle Trask, to me, does not qualify. So could they Trubisky and something else or bridge it until you know, further notice and hope Trask hits or use a second round pick. They're in a bind. They might become calling once all the quarterback, you know, musical chairs land and they realize nobody sat in our chair. Hey, Steelers, how about a third round pick for Mitch? All right. Um, Saints are also in a sticky situation. Dalton's a free agent. Winston is not. They don't have any cap space. I'm shocked they're not playing Winston over Dalton now. Um, I don't think that's a great sign for their faith in Winston. Would they want to take Winston and Trubisky and battle it out? Maybe, because they do not have resources. They don't have a first-round pick. 
They have very little cap space as usual. So tough spot for them. Packers are probably a no. But if they traded Jordan Love, would they want to back up? Probably not. I would think with Rodgers' contract, I don't think Rodgers moves. I don't think he goes to the Jets or Colts or Raiders. I think he comes back to Green Bay and they try to move Love, who's going to be a free agent next year. He's been sitting around doing nothing. The Vikings, only if they could deal Cousins. And I think that they're winning enough games. He's playing well enough that they are who they are at quarterback right now. They should probably draft one. Um, But he's very expensive and you can make the argument he's not worth the money. But he's a top 14, 15 quarterback in the league and they're winning games. So they're probably happy. Uh, I would say no to the Lions. My expectations for the Lions are Goff will be the opening day starter. Maybe there's an early pick. You know, they, remember, they have the Rams pick as his backup successor, but Goff has been good. So I think he returns, and that closes the door on a Trubisky move. The Bears could use another, but they're not going to go back to the Trubisky well, obviously, nor is he a Justin Fields clone. Um, I think that's everyone in that division. Yes. Leaves us the West. I would say no to the Niners. Trey Lance is going to be the starter. I don't think Jimmy's going to be back. The Mr. Irrelevant will be Purdy will be in the mix. So no, I mean, they're going to move on from Jimmy most likely. Arizona is really interesting because probably gonna have a new coach. Tyler just got hurt. And I don't think he's going to be ready for training camp. I don't think he's going to be ready for opening day. Maybe you want Trubisky for all those things. First month of the season, maybe, until Kyler comes back. And then he's a solid backup. You you can't just roll with Colt McCoy. I'm not even sure if McCoy is under contract. I don't think he is. Rams, similar. Probably not. They don't have the resources to go trade for a quarterback. Maybe they retain Baker, who's a free agent after this year. I think there's a very good chance that Stafford retires, even though today he came out and said, I'm planning on playing next year. I'm not sure I buy that, but I don't see Rams being a landing spot. Outside shot, real outside shot. Seattle is also interesting because they too have two first round picks, including Denver's, which is really high. Geno is a free agent. But I would think they want to keep him on a one- or two-year deal and make him the opening day starter with a baby, a first-round rookie grooming behind him. If by chance Geno got his doors blown off by the Jets or something like that, maybe Seattle would say, we'll take Mitch for a pick, use the third pick in the draft on C.J. Stroud, and move that way. So that's the league. Pretty sure I didn't miss any teams. If I did, just tweet me and I'll give you a response. Um, Again, that was just off the top of my head. Um, So you could see a lot of scenarios where he's not going to be anyone's first option or, oh, I can't wait to try to pry Trubisky away from the Steelers. But he has value. He has more than $10 of value to the Steelers. And a team could be interested. But if you trade him, you, you either need to, Find Rudolph, who hopefully hasn't landed somewhere else. And would he want to come back? I would think he would, but there's a lot of people like, oh, he wants to compete and play. I don't know who he thinks he is if that's the case. He's not a top 32 quarterback. Or you got to draft one, or you got to find some kind of veteran. So you have to have a backup plan, too. So 
Okay, we went over all that. Good stuff. We'll start previewing the Raiders tomorrow. Over and out.